0: We haven't entirely nailed down what element
1: it is yet, but I'll tell you this, it's a lively one.
2: Let's give your parents
1: a call right now. Hello, welcome to episode number 15 of Gaming with the Moms. I am Nicole Tanner. I am managing editor at Pixelkin.org and the mother of a three-year-old. I am joined by fellow mom and publisher of Pixelkin, Linda Brenneman. Hello. Hello. And two youngins again this week, <laughs> Simone de Rochefort and Keezy Young. Hi, hi. hi. So there's a hearth- hearthstone. <laughs> Ooh, you caught yourself. <laughs> um, announcement going on right now as we are recording this podcast. Nicole Ooh. is literally quaking with anticipation <laughs> gonna, like, of the I'm going to, like, run up the stairs after we're done. Um, Courtney was asking to live text, and I'm like, well, I kind of – I kind of turned my phone off so that it doesn't mess with the sound quality. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. She did send us a text right before
0: we started recording, though, that was about the new expansion that you already knew was a thing. Yeah. She said, it's
1: (laughs) a brand new expansion. And I said, Courtney, I know it's an expansion. (laughs) (laughs) What about it is new and exciting? (laughs) Yeah. Um, So that's going on. Um, In other news... That may or may not be interesting to people is I'm having a mom's weekend in August. Yes. <laughs> in which I go, stay at a hotel all by myself um, and All relax. the moms are
2: jealous right now. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: When I did it, the first time I did it for my birthday was when we first moved up here to Seattle. Mm-hmm. So Anna was, had just turned a year old. And so I was like, absolutely, I need this. I yeah. didn't get one last year, but this year – Totally. You are retreating. Again.
2: That's such a good yes. idea. It is. Like, it's it's so smart to take care of yourself when you're a mom, your yeah. your mental and physical health everything benefits by a weekend away. Yeah, absolutely. Mental health is reaching the frazzling (laughs) point, which is
1: why I'm doing this. Um,
0: We have our big action convention season coming up, so we will all be super (laughs) running around every other weekend in the fall. So
1: I'm glad that you are taking a weekend to retreat. Yes. Me too. So, what we're going to do on this episode is rather than have a main topic that we talk about, we're just going to do news because there's tons of news. And I just couldn't decide on five <laughs> news stories out of this list of news. So, I only th- you do five. I do like four or five. Oh, okay. Yeah. Four maybe if there's <laughs> nothing going on. But yeah. usually I try to do it five. All right. So, let's hop into it. Educational games. We love educational games. Do we? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> we love good educational. Whoever games. said yes. you could learn anything
2: from a <laughs> yeah. game.
1: So, there's a summer sale going on. I think there's all, these are all apps, right? Yeah, yeah, they're all on iOS
0: and I I believe Android as well, um, but it's called The School's Out Summer Sale and it's running from July 23rd to 29th and it's organized by Jenna Hofstein who was a guest on a previous episode of our podcast, hopefully you remember her because she's amazing <laughs> and she made The Counting Kingdom, which is one of the best math learning games that I have ever played, it was a joy so.
1: Yes, and yet you still struggle with figuring out our podcast download number Okay, <laughs> okay <Hey. laughs>
0: That is more complex math than making spells to shoot cute monsters between the numbers of 1 and 10, okay, or possibly 12. I think it was 12, but. I'll give you that one.
1: (laughs) So besides the Counting Kingdom, some of the other apps that are on sale, Slice Fractions, Mm -hmm. that's a super cute game. I played that. Courtney reviewed that one on Pixelkin. Yeah, I reviewed it for MacLife. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Before MacLife kind of. Traitor. (laughs) This was before I worked for Pixelkin. Um, But anyhow, yeah, we won't talk about MacLife and what happened to them. Um, So uh, Backyard Engineers, which I have not played, as Mm -hmm. well as Word Mess, which sounds wonderful and I think I'm going to download it. Yeah, And uh, Tin Pan Rhythm. I want to
0: try that one. It looks so, like it lets you create chord progressions and put things together, which I yeah sounds awesome. Could, for parents, be very obnoxious <laughs> if they're getting it for their kids. But yes. you want to encourage them to make music so that way when they actually have motor skills, they can play instruments. Yeah. <laughs> well, some of them that don't
1: even encourage music can be very bad for parents and annoying. True. See, this week's
2: Anna's apps. <laughs> <laughs> so... uh Um, You can always turn the music off usually, but in a rhythm game, that's probably not a good plan, unfortunately. And (laughs) also for
1: kids who can't read yet, they kind of need to listen to the Uh, instructions. Yeah, Yeah. good point.
2: I looked at um, that list myself, and there was one on there called um, Agent Higgs. Did you guys see that one? No, Mm -hmm. I didn't. Oh, my gosh. It's all about physics, so you can learn all the different um, particles like the Higgs particle. Oh, that's really cool. You can find out about the um, electromagnetic forces and all that kind of stuff. And wow. I never took physics in school. Somehow I missed that. So I'm like, I'm going to download I this one. I took physics. I also <laughs> took physics. I have
1: nightmares about taking physics. <laughs> <It> <laughs> well, this
0: could me. be a fun
2: way to learn. See, this. Yeah, yeah, this is
0: my, my big thing with educational apps is that you get this stuff. You introduce kids to these concepts early and they're not going to be as terrified as perhaps I was when I actually took these <laughs> right. classes in high yeah. school. Yeah, like, yeah. I think it was honors chemistry broke me, and I decided never to take another academic math or science class again. And there's my college career for you. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, like, check out these apps. They're all discounted. Like, um, check out the list on the website. They look really cool. Yeah. And, yeah. Speaking of
1: apps, Angry Birds 2 is coming out on July (laughs) 30th. Are you sure it's
2: not Angry Birds Twenty two. I know exactly. <laughs> 2000?
1: That's that was my first reaction. Wait a second. Haven't there been like twenty Angry Birds already? <laughs> yeah. But it turns out no. Those are not sequels. <laughs> those are expansions and or licenses.
0: So there um, is only one Angry Birds
1: game officially. <laughs> yes, officially, the sequel. And Rovio says it will be the mother of all sequels. So, we'll see I about can't that. Even, I. I I have no theories. I have nothing. I don't know what
0: they could possibly do since know, they've either. done
1: everything in they, their other games. They released this crazy teaser trailer that is like someone looking through binoculars at real life pigs pushing <laughs> boxes around on a beach. <laughs> so I'm like, what is? It? what does this mean? Is it, it going to be real life? Oh, like- I
2: hope not. <laughs>
0: maybe. Maybe it's... Okay, I have two theories now. I said I didn't have any, but now I have two. Theory one, retaliation. You are playing the pigs. Well, I guess I already did bad pig, so maybe that maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Theory theory the second is um it just went. It went
1: away. It went right <laughs> out of my brain. <laughs> this yeah. can happen.
0: Oh, theory second <laughs> is that you're actually building the towers that the pigs live in and you have to keep them safe from the birds that are being launched at you. That might be interesting. There, there you go. Those are my two theories.
2: <laughs> yeah. We'll have to see. Yeah. I I love that game when it came out. I We – sit beside each other uh-huh. and um, look at the levels and try to figure them out together. And
0: Oh, that's awesome. Um,
2: that was fun, yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah. Angry
0: Bird craze.
1: Yeah, I know. It was crazy. Like, Rovio says on their site that Angry Birds the mother of all mobile games. And I'm like, usually you take these things that developers say with a grain of salt. We are the greatest whatever. And I'm like, well, wait. yeah, it, it kind is. of is yeah. the mother of all yeah. mobile games. Yeah. Because, like, even people who don't play games Know about Angry Birds, and some of them don't even like acknowledge that Angry Birds is a is a game. Yeah, know? exactly. Like, oh, I don't play games. Do you play Angry Birds? Oh yeah, Every play. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think that might before I got a tablet or a smartphone or anything, I think that was the very first mobile game that I technically played because my friend's mom had it on her Amazon Fire, and I w- <laughs> I would not give that thing back to her. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I played it on my phone, and when I was in California, I used to have a really long train commute. Yeah, so yeah, there's kind of lots of Angry Birds and lots of Angry Birds, but also bejeweled, bejeweled, Blitz <laughs> oh. as well. Oh. So um. that's probably
2: the other candidate for mother. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah
1: probably. So uh, in other release news, there will be a special edition Pokemon available only this weekend. For uh, Omega Ruby and Omega Sapphire. So you have to go online. Keezy, can you explain some of what you have to do to get this Pokemon? (laughs) There's there's
0: a whole bunch of steps, and I don't remember what all of them are.
1: I wrote them down.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you.
0: (laughs) Uh, Basically, you select Mystery Gift on the main menu of your game, Select received receive gift, and then yes. Don't screw that step up. That's really important. <laughs> uh, select get via internet, and then yes again. And then speak to the delivery girl in any Pokemon center, and you will receive Diancie, who is a rock fairy-type Pokemon. And then it says at the very end, save the game. That's the last and final step. Oh, yeah. Yes, Just don't forget that important. one. Yeah. It's really cute. I, I watched the video of it. It's adorable. Yeah, she's like a crystal Something a rock fairy Pokemon, Nicole.
1: I said it already. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Simone. This is, you know, what you say, like, comes in one ear and goes out the other. Nicole's just like, I'll let her go for a while. She's on a
0: roll. I think it's fine.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Although I do think Keezy and I determined that the pronunciation of it is Dianchi, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
3: The, the katakana says, like, Dianchi, but yeah. I don't know if that's okay. how it's pronounced or not. Yeah.
1: Okay. My bad. Moving My bad. On. <laughs> um, so the Xbox One streaming to Windows 10 is live for people who already have Windows 10. Yeah, um, Which should be everybody at the end of the month because I can't imagine why anybody would I continue know. to use <laughs> Windows 8. I have been Windows 10 off. is free. So... <laughs> Yeah, the most obnoxious thing in the world.
0: Like, everyone's been able to reserve their copies of Windows 10 because there's this icon that pops up in the
1: taskbar. And I went... I have went, never
0: gone.
3: <laughs> I, I never, never got one either. either. And yeah,
1: I, my husband is like, you know, he's got Windows 10 and whatever because he works at Microsoft. And he's like, did you do the pop-up? I'm like, I, what I didn't pop-up? get a pop-up. And he's like looking at my computer. Like, he's like checking the taskbar and all this kind of stuff. He's like, I don't know why you didn't get the pop-up. <laughs> now, <laughs> I found
0: a link in the Update Center that says click if like if the pop up isn't there click here to go to the website and reserve your copy i clicked on the link and it just takes you to the windows 10 information page where it's like <laughs> and then here click on the pop up to reserve your copy and i'm like no oh, <laughs> I'm never gonna be. I have to get Windows 10. I'm going to die if I don't get Windows 10. This doesn't
2: really bode that well for Windows 10. (laughs) If we can't get the proper, (laughs) (laughs) maybe it'll be great. I'm sure it'll be great. It's just
0: one more hurdle that I have to suffer through before I'm free from the hell of Windows 8. But anyway, if you have Windows 10, um, basically, you'll be able to stream games that are on your Xbox One. You can stream them to Windows devices, be that PCs or tablets that have Windows 10. So that's very cool. It means if you don't want to take up the TV, you can just pop over to another room and play your games where no one can watch you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, dumb question. Yeah. Um, so, you, if you're playing a game that you use the controller a lot for, how do you play it on your PC? You plug a controller in to your PC. <laughs>
1: yes, <laughs> you can do that. There yes. are
2: there. <laughs> I didn't um,
0: know that. Okay, <laughs> what's it called? You, there are program. Like, I managed to make uh, a controller work on my computer by downloading an emulator. Um, and I think so, so with certain computers, you don't even have to do that. Yeah, my computer is very with, sad. Uh, the...
1: The USB cord, you just pop it into your computer. I wonder if the wireless one I have would work. That I'm not sure about.
0: That's a little harder. I think it is possible, but I hate messing with any kind of Bluetooth connection. Yeah. finagling that is a pain in the butt. Yeah. It took me a
1: long time to find when I needed to play a PC game that totally just was not possible using a mouse. I'm like digging through our drawers of controllers. It took me forever to find one with a cord on it. Mm -hmm.
2: Okay. (laughs) So that question wasn't as dumb as I thought it was. No, 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 not not at at all. all. Okay. Yeah. Um, Good. So it ta- sometimes it takes a little fooling around to get it. Which
1: actually yeah. leads
0: me to a dumb question. So games like Sunset Overdrive that are Xbox exclusive, can you play them with mouse and keyboard? Like, do they have those
1: capabilities or I do have you have no to have no frigging
0: idea. Nicole, why, do- why can't you answer every single question that I have?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, Sunset Overdrive <laughs> is, like, not only just Microsoft exclusive, it's Xbox One. Yeah, so. exactly. I don't know Which how I'm this all so sad about work. when
0: I found out it was Xbox or when I found it was Microsoft exclusive I was like oh great maybe it'll be on PC and then I could play it someday and then they're like no Xbox one exclusive and I was like what
1: Okay <laughs> it's I, worth buying an Xbox I one for know. I love that game
2: Yeah it sounds great it's yeah. fantastic I keep forgetting Although about. you have
1: to you know you have to be willing to put up with a lot of language but you know other Oh you than know that. me and
2: language <laughs> Swearing up and down swear, in the Pixel Pin office. I swear like crazy. <laughs> not on the podcast, but everywhere else I do. No, we're just bleeping her out all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, So, yeah, let's put that in the post. Maybe I'll dig into that a little more. Like yeah. how you actually use um, Xbox games on your PC. To be honest, that yes. sounds like
0: a full article itself.
2: It does. Yeah, Simone, why don't you get on that?
0: <laughs> I'm not the one with an Xbox One. <laughs>
2: I could get uh, on that. Yes, ma'am.
1: Sorry, ma'am. <laughs> my apologies,
2: ma'am. Now I'm ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my world. Mama. Right, yeah.
1: Um so in more family-friendly news, uh the first wave of Amiibo cards is most likely on the way.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um
1: they'll be launching with Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer and a uh, Twice today, Courtney got consulted about what amiibo (laughs) cards are because Simone wasn't listening the first time. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) I was editing very important time-sensitive videos with headphones on. Yeah. um, Not listening to you fools. (laughs) So basically
1: these cards are amiibos just without the character. Like they're still going to have the card or the little chip in them and they'll be functional the same way. You just lay the card on your gamepad Mm -hmm. instead of your your little, um, you know – Mario or whatever you want. Such a cool – oh, go on. Sorry.
2: Is all of them – all of them will have the chip or just some of them? All of them. All of them, yeah. Or else they wouldn't be amiibo.
1: Yeah. And Courtney Mm. has a very good theory, which I believe is probably correct in that they're going to go nuts with these cards once the new Pokemon comes out.
2: Oh, right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That is – that makes a lot of sense. I was thinking that they would do figurines, but now that they're doing amiibo cards, that's just like the next generation of Pokemon cards. Yes, exactly. Uh. I mean, it's really cool, the the flexibility with the NFC chips. Like, they can put them in basically anything. I mean, yeah. large figurines to, you know, regular card-sized cards. Yeah. I think that's really awesome. So
1: these chips are really tiny, and they're really thin. Yeah. So if you, if you don't know what one looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, could you imagine, like, Pokemon figurines, like, if you got all of those? You- <laughs> How much clutter <laughs> there would be in
0: your house? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, and here's the Pokemon room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. uh, I guess you'd call it the Pokemon Center. Hey, A- A- oh, oh my
2: gosh! But the way they work is that you read the card, and the character appears in your game. Correct.
0: With the Animal Crossing game, I am not actually clear what the purpose is. I, I think it might
1: be new game board. Maybe. It's whatever the functionality that the amiibo had. Oh, I see. So, like, yeah. for Mario Party, like, uh, we bought a toad one to unlock the toad board, and that it'll do the same thing. Yeah. Kind of the big thing about the cards, though, is they're going to release some for the amiibo that have been discontinued. So, that you can still get that, you know, that amiibo in the card and use it. So, it's
2: all different kinds of functionality. Yeah, it just depends. Okay. Yeah.
1: Cool. Hopefully, it'll be more functionality than Mm -hmm. it has been thus far. Hey. (laughs) So, um, back to Microsoft. So, there has been a lawsuit about disc scratching with Xbox 360. So this is a really complicated, confusing (laughs) law thing. So basically people have brought a lawsuit claiming that the Xbox scratches up their discs just in regular play and making them kind of impossible to keep playing. Microsoft says no, that these people have been jostling their 360s around or whatever while the disc is running. So there was this lawsuit brought, it was like in. 2007 or something yeah. about this. And um originally, I think it, it wasn't, th- allegi- I don't even know these, <laughs> whatever. In March, I know that the, the Ninth uh, Circuit Court, a panel of three of those judges, as opposed to a panel of what is it? Five of those judges. Three of them uh, said that it could not be a class action lawsuit, but they would, didn't throw the whole case out. Okay. Microsoft appealed and said, we want this whole thing thrown out. So this week, the five judges of the circuit court <laughs> said, no, Microsoft, we are not going to throw it out. And by the way, we're reversing our decision <gasps> about class action. So now it could become a class action lawsuit as it moves on to the next uh, next court system, which you know there are tons. (laughs) Um, So that means if it's class action, basically anybody who has ever owned a 360 could be involved in it.
3: Yeah, I think so. It's like four years before 2007 when they filed the
1: suit. Is the yeah yeah? There's a time frame of when you owned a 360, but I think most people probably owned their 360s during that time frame. So wow. Yeah, Yeah. although, you know, class action lawsuits like that, you know, result in like five cents or something (laughs) for an individual person. What were you
3: going to say, Kesey? Oh, it's if you owned it, it doesn't matter if you bought it or if it was given to you, as long as it's in that time frame. So that's another
0: big.
2: So it could even be
0: used Xboxes.
3: Yeah. Fresh out of the
0: box. Wow.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Here's the part I don't get about that. So you have a defective. Xbox and Microsoft claims it's not a defect. So, so you couldn't (laughs) um, take it back to the store and get it replaced or return it on warranty. Exactly, because Microsoft
1: says it's not a defect and therefore not covered by warranty. Oh, I see. So So that's why
2: people are
0: mad. Are they (laughs) arguing that the discs aren't being scratched at all, or are they? They're arguing.
3: So what happens is that it's supposedly they they knew that this would happen, like the discs would get scratched. This is like allegedly. if you move your console just a little tiny bit. And they say jostling it or moving it around. Okay. But players are saying, I just you know, nudged it with my foot and it spinned the disc wildly out of control and then ruined it. Wow. And so, <laughs> but this happens with all Xbox 360s, at least before yeah. that time, before they started figuring it out. So... It's not okay. a it's a defect, but like it's not something you could go replace it yes. with a better one because yeah, yeah, it's not a defect. It's a, just defect. How made it's because, a
1: manufacturing okay. thing, my, and also Microsoft says this isn't a defect. Yeah. so therefore not covered by warranty. And, and it, we
2: all know that there's nothing like an irate gamer to be <laughs> an irate consumer. Yes. So Gosh. yeah,
1: <laughs> absolutely. Gamers so, get really upset about things like yeah. This. So stay tuned. Although it might take another five years before <laughs> anything gets settled. Um, but it's actually reaching the point where it might go to the Supreme Court. Oh my like god. Like it's gotten love, that far. I would love to
0: see freaking what's his name? Um Scalia talking about
1: <laughs> Yeah. I don't remember oh. if it was him or if it was someone else when the violent video game thing went to the Ooh. Supreme Court. They were trying to designate violence against a human versus violence against you know, some creature or whatever. And he had the – I don't know if it was him. One of the judges had the craziest, just perfect, perfect quote. It was like, so violence against Vulcans would be okay?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yes.
0: Now that gets into xenophobia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So – um so, yeah. Humanoid
0: a, aliens yeah. versus non-humanoid aliens. Yeah, yeah. Mass effect all over.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These justices, you know, they they pull some great ones out here sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, what a fun
0: job. I know. <laughs> I'd like to be a Supreme Court justice, too. Well, you just get
1: to decide everything. Like, and nobody gets to question you. It's like, this is how it is. It
0: must be terrible to be married to a Supreme Court justice. <laughs> Maybe, maybe, maybe they're cool. They're chill in the
1: home.
2: Yeah, Let's I mean, hope
1: so. If you, if you agree with everything that your spouse awesome. says, then
2: yeah. <laughs> I'd want to be married to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Well, she's <laughs> awesome. She is she
1: awesome. Is my favorite she'd, justice. she'd be my pick. <laughs> yeah. So, in other lawsuit news, the NCAA has settled. With their college athletes. Now, this story has been going on forever because I remember talking about it on Girlfriend. <gasps> oh
2: my God. In 2010.
1: So the deal no is. Way. Yes. <laughs> yes. The deal is that uh, some college athletes have their likenesses and their names appear in the EA, NCAA uh, football and basketball games that re- they release every year. And that are, the athletes argue. Our names and likenesses are in there. Why don't we get compensated for that? Because professional people get compensated for that kind of thing. And so that argument has been going on. Some of the the NCAA EA stuff has said like you're compensated by the fact that your tuition is paid for if you have like a sports scholarship kind of thing. Um, but it's gone back and forth and a judge uh, – well, not a judge. They finally decided to settle, which means that a judge was getting ready to rule against them. <laughs> um, so EA had already settled and agreed to pay $40 million to the athletes <gasps> and then the NCAA just settled for another $20 million and it's not just athletes that had their likeness in the game. Uh, the official site for the class action says if you were on a team, a football or basketball team between May 4th, 2003 and September 3rd, 2014, everybody that has done <laughs> been that they they're entitled Whoa. to some stuff. Oh
2: wow. Whoa. As long as the
1: team appeared in the the game so you're talking about all your major that's all a your major teams lot. yeah i would imagine the ones whose faces and names are in there is they're probably going to get a little more than everybody else, but yeah. Is
0: this the kind of thing like Xbox, where they're going to get like five cents, or
1: possibly? Is it going
2: to be I mean, paid royalty. I don't stuff? know,
1: like how how many people are on a football or a basketball team? Then you well, just multiply I would think that it'd be by
2: more because it's millions of dollars, right? Yeah, yeah sixty and, million. And I just want to say, I don't know how EA could have ever thought that that. Wasn't yeah. going to happen. Why? Yeah, I mean Why? it's not fair to put
1: somebody in your game
2: and not pay them. Something. Yeah, well the Ugh. thing is
1: too is like they deal with the NCAA and I think that they thought that you know that players oh. sign that right away or whatever um, with the NCAA yeah. and they yeah. thought I was all worked out, but yes. it wasn't. Yeah. yeah, well the NCAA is. They're not exactly a <laughs> great organization. They they make a lot of money and don't really distribute oh, it bet. anywhere. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> so um, um, into other news now. Uh, according to a new study, apparently guys hate losing to, to women when they play Halo 3. Duh. <gasps> <gasps> oh, my God. Such a shocker. So, Keezy, you want to talk about this one a little bit? Yeah.
3: It was a research study that – it's a pretty small sample size, I think – Oh, gosh, I don't remember the numbers, but it's under 200 people. And they only counted the the matches of Halo 3 in which people actually spoke. Um, one interesting thing was that no women ever spoke, even though there were a lot of women present in the matches. Huh, only, I can relate to that. Yeah, <laughs> only guys spoke. And so they they ranked all the comments by how positive they were and that kind of thing and found – I think the most interesting thing they found was that if a woman – Oh, gosh, what was it? It <laughs> <That> just completely <laughs> went out of my head. <laughs> they they don't like losing to women, even if those women are mm-hmm. on their same team.
0: They were oh, really wow. unhappy
3: about being outperformed by any
0: woman mm-hmm. whatsoever. They, they yeah. were recording that men who were losing to men would not make necessarily negative comments towards them. They would compliment other men. But if they lost to a woman, there would be some negative verbiage yeah. happening,
1: which –
2: with, and this like, is a surprise to no one well, <laughs> because this some, happens in real life all the time. Yeah. Actually, though, um, we got some comments on our Facebook page about oh, yeah? this story. Um, I think – I'm pretty sure it was from some guys because they said things like, <laughs> yeah, gamers hate losing at all. But that's not what the study said. St- study said, um, Male gamers hate Losing to women more than they hate yeah. losing yeah. to other men. They graphed
3: so, them both out, right? Know, versus like who they are talking to and that kind of thing. It was pretty clear. Like there's a very very steep curve for women, yeah. and like almost none at all for
0: guys.
2: Mm-hmm. And yeah. but I think what's interesting is that the guys um, continue to persist in this crazy belief that <laughs> they that they're not treating women any differently than they treat other men. And the yeah. dangerous so. thing is
0: it's so subvert s- subliminal, I guess, like that. Yeah. Like they they don't know. realize yeah. that it's happening. You yeah. don't, don't realize know. that when you're competing against a woman as a cis man, you feel like you might deserve whatever more than her. It's very very ingrained and subtle. So and that, and that's why I think the study is really important because it I think it'll help people, or I hope that it helps people realize that we all have these biases because of the way that we were raised, you know, in this society where often we don't see women necessarily in positions of power. And if we do, that's.
1: It's.
2: Upsetting. Yes. (laughs) Upsetting to the guys.
0: Yeah. It's an exception. That's what that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just find it especially amusing that they use Halo 3, which is one of the games known for a very <laughs> kind of <laughs> toxic community. Like, Call of Duty is the only one that outpaces Halo, as far as having, like, a really harsh online community.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's hard to say if it would go to other games. It wouldn't surprise me if it did, but it's also a study with only a few people and only one game, so. Yeah, that's true. A grain of salt.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So our next news story is not about games, but it's just super exciting to me. Stephen Hawking who is this great, great scientist and has been around for years. Millennia.
0: (laughs) Seems like it, yeah,
1: but he's done all this great work. Um, He's partnering up with a Russian billionaire named Yuri Milner. Um, They're going to spend $100 million to try to detect uh, signals from other planets. I love this. I I love love it, too. They're just
0: like, you know what? It's the year 2015. And we haven't met aliens. What's up with that? (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that this is super cool because personally, I believe, like, there can't be – there must be something out there in the universe. The universe Mm is huge. Like The Cracked podcast did a really interesting episode about this
0: where they talked about um, basically what lives under our oceans and how mm-hmm. like sea life, deep, deep, deep sea, sea life is so strange and different from us. It is basically alien and that the concept of us finding among all the millions of planets something that can communicate with us is almost like – Impossible to imagine, considering that the thing, some of the things that live on our own planet, we have never even encountered before, and are so completely alien to us. Yeah, aliens are out there. I know <laughs> they are, but I, I don't know. I <laughs> want to believe. <laughs> yes. Speaking I, of which, there's an, the X Files is coming
1: back. Yeah. Oh my god! Was there a new? That's there was good. something new that was released about that this week, right? I didn't watch. They're they're starting. I, think. I think it's like next week or something. Uh, and I don't watch TV anymore, but so... But you will. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man, I love The X-Files so much when it came out. It's I used cool. to sneak downstairs and watch it, even though I
0: wasn't supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how all your childhood fears were born. <laughs> <laughs> Many, yes. But
2: I just want to say one thing to um, Yuri Milner. Don't tell them where we are. <laughs> right, right, right. The that's, there's part of that...
1: Um, well, they're also their their effort is going to include scientists from Berkeley who have already been working on this type of thing, but there's also going to be a parallel effort called Breakthrough Message, in which they're trying to figure out what we would say about ourselves. Nothing.
2: We if say nothing. us. <laughs> we say we live somewhere else. Right. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't want that thing to happen where they come and eat us. Independence not, Day.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All of I read. That. Um. I read an interesting novel about that recently called The Sparrow. Oh, yeah. Um, about like they find signals from people and it's actually through music is the way they realize that this is an intelligent yeah, we life we may form. not
2: have any um, um, control over
1: yeah, them so, finding us either. So these people decide – they know what planet is coming from. They decide to just go to the planet and interesting things happen. I will leave it at that. Not all bad. Uh, some good. I, it's a I very interesting novel. Is that
2: the one with the priest in it? Yes. Oh, my. That is my one with the priest. God, that's a horrible <laughs> – Horrible, you can't
0: just say that. <laughs> it's
2: it's uh, uh, there's a terrible scene in there. Have yeah, you, there been, are like,
1: there are a couple. I'm
2: going to Google yeah. this. <laughs> it's. I mean,
1: it was actually a very interesting book. I won't say that I loved it, but I found it extremely yeah. interesting.
2: So. Yeah, it was interesting, but um, I didn't like what happened to the priest, and I'm not going to spoil it any okay. further than <laughs> yeah. Me. Yeah. We anyway. um, went
1: to McDonald's,
0: got the 20 set chicken nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> that would I no. would. kill anyone. No, worse. <laughs> it involved a
2: giant cat or dog or something. Why? Yeah, it's, never mind. Okay. Alien life you're, forms. You're making this
0: yeah. weird, Linda. <laughs> <laughs> it
2: is weird. Yeah, our imaginations weird. are. <laughs> weird.
1: Yeah, yeah. Ugh. But also, like, I think they did a really good job with the title of that. Yeah. By the time I ended it, I, I was like, oh, oh yeah, the Sparrow. There it is. Yeah. No, it's a reference. I'm uh, not gonna... Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, I'm not going to – I won't spoil that. So, um, so yeah, hopefully – well, I, Linda doesn't want them to find anything. But I think it would be really cool if uh. they would find
2: something. Um, as long as they're nice. As, no, as long as they want to <laughs> be our friends. Uh. I'm, all, I'm all for it. Yeah. You
0: should play Mass Effect. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. So, yeah, away from things on other planets, back to real things here on Earth. There's this really cool thing going on, uh, basically real life games in these rooms where you go in teams of (gasps) people and you get yourself locked in a room and you have to try to figure out, like, what's going on. I
0: really want to do this. It sounds terrifying. They're called escape rooms. Yeah. Um, And... I'm sure I would be awful at it. But it's yeah. it's one of those things where, you know, when you watch a movie and they're – a horror movie probably and there are people locked in a place and you're like, I wonder if I could get out of there. Now you can. Yeah. Or right, you can now find out if you actually could.
1: Yeah. Apparently there are probably like cr- can't. <laughs> cryptic things written on the wall. There's like like a treasure chest or something that you can't unlock. And uh, the only thing you get to take with you is a notepad and a pencil so you can jot notes and like confer so with people. That is so Cool. Right, yeah. and
2: you do it in a group, so it's a social puzzle yeah. solving thing. Yeah. It sounds really
1: fun.
0: So when are we going to do it?
2: Yeah, <laughs> and they open a Seattle one, maybe. Well, yeah. we should I do think... a company field trip and try to get ourselves out of a room together. Yeah. That would be fun. You know, yeah. I actually,
0: there's a my former intern from Utah Bothell was working with an escape room company that they they put on an escape room at Utah Bothell recently. You I had an intern. Went. Yeah, I hired an intern. She was while great. you were a student. I was the editorial. I was the editor in chief of the website. So yes, I had an, a little intern working for me. Thank you. <laughs> while you were a student, yes, <laughs> that is nuts. <laughs> I had great power, <laughs> <and> great responsibility.
1: <laughs> um, that was so these fun. things. <laughs> You know, I don't think it surprises anyone that they got their start in Japan. Everything cool mm-hmm. gets a start in Japan. Yeah. Um, but there is one in San Francisco in Japantown. <gasps> oh, that's probably the closest that's one. That's awesome. I used to live in Japantown. Well, that's where the Japan Hearthstone town.
0: thing is, right? So San Francisco, we yeah. have to go right now to the airport.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's only an hour and a half flight. Well, and then if it we is. fly
0: backwards around the Earth, we'll get here yesterday morning. So we'll be in time. That's how time travel works. I'm <laughs> okay. sorry.
2: Thanks for that, Simone. Yeah. <laughs> I was I'm really so wondering
1: tired. about that. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if I want to go back to San Francisco. Oh, yeah? Honestly. Uh. Whatever. I spent 13 years there. That was enough. Yeah. Um, so back to more news. This is an interesting thing, too. So uh, Microsoft is holding this competition called the Imagine Cup in which um, students submit technical whatever things uh todd bishop from GeekWire is actually one of the judges on this thing yeah so one of the student projects is a first person shooter game about killing poachers and apparently it's kind of futuristic where you know the uh, ecosystem has been knocked off balance because of poaching Mm -hmm. and i don't know they their premise doesn't quite hold up because obviously (laughs) there are people still on earth and for some reason they're sending a cyborg back to hunt the poachers, I didn't Maybe really get that of part. The moral
0: issues, between people, <laughs> people
1: killing people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was the uh, thing that they wanted to talk about. Is that you know they didn't actually ooh. see it so much as people killing people. Like its poachers were like, I don't know, lower level of people, or
2: yeah.
1: I mean, I think it brings up some really big social issues there
2: well they thought they thought if they didn't have human on human violence it would be less objectionable as Mm. a game right it's funny though
3: because usually when you think about that it's it's the on human part that's the problem. Yeah, <laughs> so that's, that's my that's my point yeah. too.
2: It's not who does the shooting; it's who gets shot. Okay, <laughs> kids, let's think this through let's one more time. Go back in time <laughs> and put in
0: some legislature to prosecute poachers.
2: The yeah. other
0: interesting thing I think is that uh, the students that made this game they're from Tibet, which is obviously a place that is m- more affected by poaching than we are here. Yeah.
1: Poor yeah. snow leopards.
0: Yeah. I love
1: snow leopards. Yeah. <laughs> so I
0: think it's really cool that they're doing this as interesting as the <laughs> the moral message turned out to be.
1: Yeah, in the Terminator like storyline. Yeah. Um so yeah. yeah, I mean I just thought Yeah. It's called Defend it's really Your Territory. Cool. Yeah. 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 It just makes you think like it kind of puts like a scale of humans, you know, like if you don't mm-hmm. respect everybody equally, like, you know, yeah. poachers fall on this part of the scale and I don't know, maybe murderers fall on this part of the scale. and Yeah, that's know. an interesting
0: way to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it kind of ties into what we were talking about uh, many, many episodes ago when Curtis was here, which is like, if if a game isn't so centered on America and American culture, you know, what are the issues there? What does that look like? And right. in this case, what these what these kids were concerned with was poaching mm. and environmentalism, and I think that's really cool.
1: Yeah. Um so Simone figured out for us why digital (laughs) games seem to cost the same as physical games, even though you're not getting an actual disc and a box. I'm so
0: mad! It makes so much sense. It does. I can't believe I never thought about this before. So basically, there was a a phone. There was an investors call uh, with Sony about, or with their CEO and their CFO. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it was Ubisoft uh, with their CEO and CFO about earnings. (laughs) By the way,
1: if you ever have to listen to one of those calls, like, I don't know. um, Don't? (laughs) (laughs) Don't. Yes. I mean, I feel bad for the reporters whose job it is to sit there and listen to those calls. I guess I'm, you know, maybe there are reporters who are, like, into that kind of thing.
0: Oh,
2: there are. Yeah. But, wow.
0: I felt bad for me just having to research (laughs) it. Well, if,
2: if you're investing a lot of money in the stock market, You do want to know. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. 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 That's true. Yeah.
0: So, obviously, if there are a lot of physical copies on shelves, those copies need to be moved fast and sooner than digital copies, so they do not drop digital prices until the number of physical copies is more competitive. And there was, I think the most interesting part about it is the differences between the digital download market for PC and on consoles like Xbox and PlayStation, and Polygon did a really interesting price comparison of just copies of Assassin's Creed Unity, and I checked it out myself on Amazon, and I found out that you could get the physical copy of Assassin's Creed Unity. For, let's see, God, what was it? Okay, the PlayStation 4 digital code was $39.99, and the physical copy for PlayStation 4 was $18.84. It was on si- on sale that week. <laughs> Thank you, Amazon Prime. And then the Xbox One version was $19.99, and then the PC download was $59.99. <laughs> and that, that was just so interesting to me. And they pointed out that the PC digital download market has been around a lot longer than... The console market, in a lot of cases, so they can afford to take risks with those prices. They can afford to be more competitive, more flexible, which is why you see those Steam sales, like Assassin's. If you buy Assassin's Creed Unity um, on Steam right now, it's fifty nine ninety nine, but. You know, in a couple weeks, it could be $10 because they're going to have a Steam sale. So Exactly. But it probably won't be that low on PlayStation
1: 4. Lots of the publishers, too, on Steam do these crazy, like, bundles of all of their games. I know Mm -hmm. we did the 2K one we ended up buying. It was, like, I don't know, like 70 games for, like, 15 bucks or something like that. Wow. And, you know, it's like, how do you not? Just pick that up. Even though, like, you know, some of those are sports games or games we already played, you know. But it's just like – It's like, well, collateral damage. I'll take it. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's really interesting to me Mm -hmm. about how much effect the physical stuff still has. Yeah, Um, definitely.
0: I wish that there was some way – For them to add value to physical copies, I I guess I'm 50-50 on that because not having to store those things is great.
3: Especially when you live in an apartment. Yeah,
0: (laughs) exactly. But I feel like if they're going to be the same price anyway, I, I like, you know, having really nice boxes and beautiful collectible things. I think that that makes having physical copies worth it. I'm not sure it's worth it for them. They are making most of their money off of digital downloads. Yeah. But yeah. This is interesting to think about. More it interesting is. than you would think.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um so so probably digital ga- This this is it's just it's just so weird and convoluted. Especially when you throw Amazon into the mix. Yeah, Amazon screws things up. They just do whatever mm-hmm. makes no sense at all. But I ran into this a little bit. This wasn't digital versus physical, but the PC download of Broken Age mm-hmm. was like twenty bucks. Where the iPad version was like five ninety
0: nine. Huh. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Same exact game? Same exact game. Interesting. Yeah. I'll be getting that one a, on my iPad. Exactly. There. So yeah. I'm like, I was looking for it. I told my um my husband, yeah. I wanna get this game like Courtney loves it so much, and it's by double fine, and I'm sure it's great, and I really want to get it. So we were looking at it on Steam, and then I don't know. I read something that said there was an iPad version. I'm like, oh, great. I don't have to be tethered to my computer to play yeah. this thing. So let me do that. And then I saw the iPad price was so much less. Yeah. I was like
0: – That must cause a whole yeah. new set of problems for developers too because I, we don't expect games to be over $5 on mobile platforms. Yeah. iPad, um, iPhone, Android, probably the same. Like. A game that is ten dollars is it's for a different market than that mass market that buys so many of those mobile games. So I yes, imagine they have to do it's a lot for
1: to... parents interested in educational games. Yes. <laughs> I could get into a whole spiel about that. But um but yeah, and like just a few years ago, according to my husband, yeah. if you paid anything for a mobile game, you were just you know getting your money ripped off (laughs) 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 that's how much respect he had for mobile games has Um, he changed yes okay that's good that's good because
0: there is much artistry and work that goes into mobile
1: games absolutely (laughs) they're not all
0: flappy bird which (laughs) i am so mad i i so i downloaded crossy road of course and i'm playing it and playing and i hand it to my roommate and i'm like check out this game it's called crossy road and he's like this is the flappy bird ui crossy road Flappy Bird, and we realize it's it's a pun. It's a freaking yes. pun. I didn't know <laughs> that.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Um, so you have special eyes. You have special eyes. Is that what you said? I shouldn't quote that commercial anymore. One
0: eight hundred contacts.
1: Okay. Um, so just one more piece of news: Gamescom is coming up. It's kind of the first in like a, you know, well, well, it depends on on who you're talking to. It's either the second to last big convention for you, uh, but for us, (laughs) well, we're not going, but we'll be paying attention to the news. It kind of launches our fall full of conventions Mm -hmm. that we go to, except for we're not going to Germany for this. So Gamescom is held every year in Cologne, Germany. It is the biggest gaming event in the world, 335,000 attendees. I
0: want to go. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: And so what it is, is the first few days are uh, trade people only. So it's kind of like E3. You have to work in the industry to get in. And then the last few days, it's open to the general public, like PAX. Um, so it just seems like a freaking nightmare <laughs> to me to have to deal with <laughs> You know, hundreds of thousands of other people. Having
0: worked on the promotional side and the Yeah, like, it's just fan crazy.
1: Um, so there will be some news coming out of that, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Some announcements, some updates on some big games, um, which is, you know, we don't think about it too much in our heads, but the European market is huge. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, companies save a lot of stuff for that show to reveal. So it's happening August 5th through the 9th, and uh, lists of games are starting to come out of what's going to be there. IGN has one, um, but some of the big people haven't announced anything yet. Like Sony, none of mm-hmm. the big players—Sony, Microsoft, um, Nintendo—they haven't announced anything yet.
0: I did see Final Fantasy 15 on that list. I so have that on my list. Going to be there
1: and yeah cool. well i mean it depends like we don't know if there's going to be new news so the ones that stuck out to me even though almost all of them are rated m <laughs> um is fallout 4 final fantasy 15 halo 5 hearthstone hey <laughs> and rise of the tomb raider oh, so yeah
0: that's exciting so some is. of our favorite games but not our family friendly games yeah and i <laughs> actually
1: like parsed through the list that's on ign and i didn't really find Anything that would appeal to the kid crowd, Yeah, not yet, not yet. There's a new Dragon Quest. I've never played those games, but Nintendo people seem to like them.
2: um, Dark Souls 3. Uh, Dark Souls is really popular among teenagers, I
1: think. Yeah. Yeah, It's super hard. Super hard. It's like... Hardcore. It's (laughs) like you prove yourself as a gamer if you can beat Dark Souls. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, my husband played... um, Play the first one. I think it was called something else. It, like it didn't have souls in the name, but like I watched him play that. and I'm like, oh my god, this thing is so brutal. Like, <laughs> why would you want to do this? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're dying 45 times in a row. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it sounds it's like fun nuts. Um, I'm sure he wouldn't be able to do it now, not with a, a child. But. Um, <laughs> But yeah, he start
0: training Anna right now. Right. Train her early. He
1: did. He did play through it, and he did beat it. And I mean, it took him a while, but I'm proud of him. Yeah, it's just, you know, to me, it's like there's nothing to prove about being a gamer. Like that's my, yeah, that's my. You know, if you beat a game and I don't, <laughs> who cares? <laughs> like really. Um. So yeah, or like, like
0: thirty games have a thirty percent finish rate. If, yeah, if I'm not wrong. Yeah.
1: yeah. And um you know, for me, Isaac used to give me give me flack for if I start if I played a game on easy mode. Oh. Like he would be like, "What are you doing playing easy mode?" and and like go sit on the porch for a while and think <laughs> about what you've said. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I was I reviewed God of War 3 um, yeah. for what they play when it came out. I had to get through the game in a day. So I put it on easy so I could get through it in a day. Yeah. And then when I actually actually got the game at home, Isaac demanded that I play it on hard <laughs> since I played it on easy. But I did beat it.
0: Nice. Yes. And then did you just smack him with the copy of God of War 3? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I did not do that. Oh,
0: you are a stronger person than
1: yeah. me. <laughs> Physical violence does not figure into our relationship. That is
0: great. <laughs> That's good, Nicole. Good for
1: you. Oh, your marriage uh, might last a little longer that way. I'm thinking. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to take care of a three year old by myself. <laughs> um, oh. So that's the news. There was a lot of news yeah, this no week. Kidding. So um, let's go into uh, what we're playing. I'm I actually going to start speaking of my three year old. So I think I mentioned on the last podcast that we, uh, downloaded Viva Pinata because it's one of the backwards compatible mm-hmm. games and I thought it'd be cute to play with her since she likes Zoo Tycoon so much it's about you know collecting pinatas um, so we've been doing more of that and she asks to actually well she says watch it she wants to watch it um, but she does play it a little bit because like I don't know did you guys ever play it? No. So there are these – they're called sour piñatas that come to your garden and they leave sour candy everywhere. And if one of your other piñatas eats sour candy, they get sick. So you have to like whack these things with your shovel to make them go away. Oh, before. that's so weird.
2: Well, it's they're kind cute. of evil looking
1: yeah. things. So, <laughs> um, because, loves whacking well, you know what? It's better than whacking the good pinatas. <laughs> so she loves whacking those <laughs> pinatas. Like, I'll start hitting, like, she'll see it come up on the screen with the shovel, like, smacking. She's like, I want to do it. I want to do it. Aww. So I just hand the controller to her, and I'm like, hey, 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 hey. And she was actually trying to do some other stuff the other day. She can't quite get the moving of the cursor oh. uh, with the stick because she, she, I can't – people who are listening can't see this, but she holds the stick kind of like this with her hand on top of it. Like a claw. And, <laughs> and twists it around oh, as opposed yeah. to just using her thumb. Yeah. And I mean, I understand that. She's got small hands. She doesn't, like, realize. And I've been trying to, to show her how to do that, but it's, it's going to take a while, I think. <laughs> but she
2: likes the game and, mm-hmm. you know,
1: she wants to continue playing it. That's so well, great.
2: Wasn't Meredith Bland talking about how hard it is to control one stick – Um, That shows you what you're looking at and with your other hand control the stick. That's your weapon, right? yeah. So versus you're looking too. at the thing you're whacking. It's yes. really difficult to get that down.
1: Yeah, yeah. Meredith Bland was totally talking about that in a very hilarious way. Yeah, she, she the played, Plants versus Zombies. Plants vs. Zombies, yeah. Garden Warfare. And um, she said she often st- stared at her little uh, cactus's feet <laughs> Yeah, she
0: was running. It's almost a pat your head and rub your stomach kind yeah. of deal. It is. <laughs> it a is. Bit. yeah.
1: Yeah, and, you know, we – as gamers, don't think about that—about how hard it is to master those right. types of things. I often
2: think about it like um, how it's so easy to drive a car. It's sub- in your subconscious. It's in it. <laughs> well for me, and it's it's um, you've done it so long that you don't think about what yeah. you're doing. And to me, trying to play with a video game controller would be like learning to fly a helicopter or something compared to driving a car, right? Yeah, it's like there's just all these different things to move yourself around in space or to look at what you're supposed to be looking at or whatever. That makes a
0: lot of sense. And it it does take so much practice. Like I remember when I was a, a tiny freshman baby in college, and I was playing Halo <laughs> with my friend Carson, and he put his control, he mirrored the control, so they were reversed for him, and turned the sensitivity all the way up just so that he would, I would have a fighting chance against him in Halo because <laughs> I was so bad. I was, you know, yeah, yeah. looking at the ceiling, looking at the floor, looking at the ceiling, and he, you know, he could barely shoot either. He still kicked my butt because I just wasn't used to it. But then you practice and you start to get that muscle memory, and That's right. then It becomes yeah. a lot easier. Yeah,
1: the beta for, I think it was Halo Reach, started like the default camera to be on like maximum no. you know, sensitivity. <laughs> so I was playing in the beta with um, Christine who's one of the other girls that was on Girl Fight. We decided we're going to go in and be a team and like we're like staring at the ceiling. Oh, no. And then the second you move the stick, it's like you're staring at the Gosh, floor. Gosh, why? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I guess they figured people in the beta can deal with it. You know, yeah. <laughs> punish you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the other thing I played a little bit is Dragon Age Inquisition. Nice. And I have come to understand that that is not a game that can be played in two-hour increments <laughs> every couple of weeks because I don't remember the controls when I go back in. I I can't really focus on the story. Like, so mm-hmm. I'm like, what? It? Like, I I remember that these things were in the previous game, like Chantry this and yeah. Uh, Andraste that, and, like, I'm trying to remember, like, what that all meant. Yeah, Um, yeah. So I have decided that I'm going to put that game aside for a little while because I was playing it, you know, on Monday afternoon, which Mm -hmm. is my free day, and I'm not going to lie. I'm like, maybe I should just go play Viva Pinata and (laughs) make the garden better for for Anna because, like, that's something that I feel like I can make real progress in, you know, without having to sit there forever. So
0: That makes sense.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry mm-hmm. to... I'm not sorry. I shouldn't be sorry to admit no, that. No, but,
0: no. <laughs> they just but, don't have time.
1: <laughs> yeah, but that's what I was thinking, yeah. so... Um, I mean, that's
0: why I haven't played any of the Dragon Age games, despite the
1: fact that I'll sink hours into Peggle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just depends, like, what your game is. And, like, the story in Dragon Age is so involved mm-hmm. um, and so specific that I feel like I would need to, like, play all three of them, like, back-to-back to really, yeah. really understand everything, Um
0: I have some friends who are doing that right now, yeah. <laughs> they suffer constantly yeah.
1: i don't believe really, I don't think it would be suffering. I just you know I just when I started up that game, they're
0: very sad games it had, it had been
1: so long since Dragon Age two, and I'm yeah. like. I just don't remember what's even going on here. And I know there are references throughout it, like this happened in Dragon Age mm-hmm. 2 or this happened in Dragon Age 1. And I remember those things, but, like, I just can't <laughs> – I just can't function and understand you what's going on in codex. this one. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like whoever reads those things, Casey honestly.
3: Does. <laughs> I read all of them. Every single one. Yeah. Yeah. and our friend Cora.
1: <laughs> you know what? If I had, like, a physical – book of the codex or even an they ebook book of that. the codex then i would read it i'm not going to sit there and read small text on my tv that just is not mm. going to happen so give me a book and i would totally read it totally I, somebody put together a pdf download hey that's good to know <laughs> for when you go back <laughs> exactly um so yeah so that's basically it for me cool how about you
3: Kizi? i'm also playing dragon age inquisition but, <laughs> again but i'm trying to get through it on hard
0: Nice. You're going for that trophy. Yeah, I want the the achievement. I have an objection not to anything that any of you have said. We started playing The Last of Us in my home. Um, It is a beautiful game. Like that that entire opening sequence of The Last of Us is so intense and emotional and beautifully constructed. Just from a from an environment or environmental environment standpoint, from a story standpoint, character standpoint, love it. And then we looked at the achievements list and. (laughs) Every single freaking trophy for that game is rare because it's like, collect every single one of this thing. Do every single one of this thing. Why? Why are there achievements for like, completing a chapter of the game? Why aren't yeah. there achievements for like getting two thirds of the way through? Why? Why? There's a whole school <laughs> of
1: thought with developers that like, it's technically not an achievement to just complete you know, chapters in you know the story. What? Because <laughs> everybody does that if they're playing the game. And some of these developers are like, those aren't achievements. We're gonna make these like crazy, like weird things. If,
0: like I have previously stated, most game most gamers only get 30% of the way through a game, yeah. it should be an achievement to get to further chapters. <laughs> because I mean that's that's so much motivation. Like we looked at that list and we were like, oh man. This game is sad. And we're gonna like not get anything. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Except for the emotional betterment of playing The Last of Us, which is a very good game. But.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how it works with trophies, but I know there's a limit to the number of achievements that you can have, or I don't know if it's the number of achievements, but it's gamer score that your game can yeah. contribute. And then, like, Microsoft, like, totally broke all of their rules with Master Chief Collection because that thing has, like, a thousand gamer score that you can get oh my if gosh. you get all the achievements. <laughs> so um, so I don't know if Microsoft is changing that for all their other games or if they're just saving it for The Halo, exception but. Well,
0: yeah. it is like five games in one. Four. 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 Nah. Yeah. five isn't out yet. <laughs> the
1: mythical Hence Halo the five. the fact that it's going to be a Gamescom. <laughs> uh,
0: I can't count. You know this. I need yes. to go back to the counting kingdom. <laughs> yeah,
1: you need to do some more work there. um Aww. So, Dragon Age is the only thing you've been playing,
3: keezy Pretty much. Yeah. Okay, that's okay.
2: <laughs> Don't feel bad about that. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Linda? I've been a bad gamer this week, actually. Um, I did I did play a little bit of that um, cupcake simulator game that was in the um, newsletter about educational games. Oh, yeah. I wish I could remember the name of it. I was trying to look it up. But um, you have a bakery and you make cupcakes and then you sell them to people and you deliver the cupcakes. And um, I guess for little kids – it would teach them kind of how a store works, right? Yeah. And you take money and then um, you have to buy supplies. So mm. what your profit is on each cupcake. But um, Right. frankly, Like, like old yeah. school lemonade
1: stands. Exactly. It's yeah. like
2: uh, I would say go have a lemonade stand instead of play this cupcake game. Right. Oh, um, man, because lemonade Because that was stand. really all there was to it. Yeah. That brings back so many memories. Oh, I used to hate it when my kids wanted a lemonade stand because <laughs> yeah. they'd be out there for like 30 seconds and oh. then you'd made all this lemonade and now they're um, Oh, I'm actually talking about it. the game. Oh, oh, the game. Okay. <laughs>
1: because I played it on like the Apple too. So, cause that's all that was there. I didn't there know there was, was a was lemonade stand game. I yeah, wish there had yeah, been. it was, it was all text. Oh, you know, okay. there were no graphics in it whatsoever. And then, you know, give you your forecast. It's going to rain today. Yeah. Well, so it's better than skip the rainy days. Yeah. It's, it's or you just stock s- less. Oh, yeah. No, okay. Doing
2: okay. all that work to make the real lemonade. I'll yes. just say. Um, and then I've been playing this other game and I think that I made a mistake because you had talked about a floating island game earlier. I did. <laughs> you? Anyway, I don't remember. I tried to download a flo- this floating island game and I ended up with this game called Rescue Floating Islands,
1: huh. which I don't <laughs> think
2: is the same game that you were talking about. Okay. But it's a mobile Where was game. was this game spoken of? I don't, I don't even remember. The, I'm, a, I'm a mom now. I don't remember. It. It, was, it was on the podcast a couple episodes ago. Okay. I'll go so back anyway, and listen to it. I believe you. I just want to say that this Rescue Floating Islands game, don't get it because I am totally addicted to it. It's a little mobile game. And all it is is um, there's a bunch of animals floating around on a geometric figure. And you just use your finger to cut off slices of the island until it gets small enough that uh-huh. you've rescued your animals but i'm already up to like level 195 oh or my something God, Linda. you guys <laughs> i am i need an intervention get me away from this game i see what you game. mean when you
0: said you were a bad gamer <laughs> it's
2: terrible i mean my my daughter lisa said um, it's like that Roach Roundup game that she used <laughs> to play in the '90s, where all you do is you round up roaches and kill them. You know, wow. This, in this case, you're rescuing the animals, but all it is is slicing off little pieces of this geometric. It sounds
0: kind of soothing, actually. It's,
2: it is. You know, I guess that's why <laughs> you sound so you know. angry about it. It's so soothing. <laughs> I'm, so, <laughs> I'm so mad that I've spent this much time on this game. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's hilarious. I need to. I need to play a better game. Yeah. I just downloaded a
1: game. Like... I haven't played it yet. My husband actually picked up the business card. At e3 and he like gave it to me he's like i thought you would like this and i haven't gotten around to downloading it because e3 was a month ago yeah <laughs> and i finally did i haven't played it yet but it's supposed to be like a zen puzzler so you know, i will maybe it's called it was... breath of light
0: oh i haven't heard of that and, but uh,
1: but i will play and talk about
0: <laughs> i think it was cool. divide yes. by sheep that was the oh divide game. by
1: sheep yeah. Yes, that's
2: it. That's the one, right? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. In which you slice sheep in half. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So oh, this, it's kind of the yeah. opposite. <laughs> this is the opposite, but it's actually really fun. I'll show it to you guys if you want to see it later. Totally. Yeah. Oh, and I All just right.
1: forgot something I've been playing, which I'm sure Simona's been playing too, is Alpha Bear.
2: Oh, Alpha see. Bear is fun. Yeah, that is fun. I am
1: finally starting to win the gold on, on yeah. the two daily things. Although I'm at the, the brainy boss. So oh freaking hard. And I've been using up my good bears trying to win the daily things. So, um, yeah, it's funny. He pops up and he's like, I will school you (laughs) with language. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so that's been really hard.
0: I laughed so hard. We had that whole conversation last week about why the bears nap so long and maybe they'll update it so they'll, they'll nap less long. And then I leveled up my mummy bear, which was full level. And it's nap time reduced, and so you have to be full
1: level. I, think I was so, yeah, wondering which, about that yeah. because Simone sent me sent me a text with that. I'm like, oh sweet! And then I haven't had that happen to any yeah. of my bears. When I received the mummy bear, it
0: was full level, and I don't know if that's specific to that bear or whatnot. But I was so
1: excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the um, the workout bear. You can only oh, have yeah? like one level on, I think. Okay. There's one of them Stretch that's bear. just one level on. Yeah. And she then there's all the, the names freaking... of all of them. <laughs> oh,
0: I'm sorry. I love these bears. Of course, I know their names. We're on a first name basis. We're friends forever. <laughs>
1: uh, you were some saying of,
0: something else. Some of them have like 100 levels, so you know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's gonna take a long time to reduce their naps. <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe when we get halfway, it'll. Maybe. Reduce. I don't know. I don't know. I know. (laughs) Spryflex is supposed to be taking feedback about stuff, so. Yeah.
0: And they they did update. uh, They are making it uh, so that you can go back to previous chapters with their next update. So they are totally listening. They're awesome. I love them. Hello.
1: Let's reduce the naps. At least (laughs) reduce them. If you're not going to take them away altogether, please just reduce them. (laughs) That's my input. All right. right, Sorry. What else have you been playing? No, that's literally it. (laughs) Yeah, we played The Last of
0: Us. I played a lot of Alpha Bear. Um, I haven't been playing as much Peggle lately, so good for me. I played Art Academy. I forgot. Oh, right.
3: It's not really a game, though. It's more like a teaching tool.
0: I have been playing another game. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, I'm reviewing a game called Nekoboro for the PS Vita, which is a match three game, but with little cats and it's a Japanese game. And the, the VO, it, the VO is still in Japanese, but all the text is in English because they localized it. But the VO is a little bit grating, but it's so cute. And the cats are like all bouncy and you just
1: match them and
0: stuff happens. You're rescuing them. They're aliens. It's Very yeah. cute. Yeah.
1: Sorry. Cool. I totally interrupted you. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, Keezy, tell us about Art Academy.
3: Um, It was okay. I really like digital art, so it was kind of sad that they tried to make it so much like traditional art because it's a digital art program, really. Mm. So it was kind of a waste, I think. But the the lessons themselves were really good.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you mentioned in your review, like, you were mixing colors or something? Yeah. It's it doesn't sort of really like make a... sense to do that unless you're really mixing colors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like
3: a instead of just doing a color wheel like normal with the hex codes and everything, they have like this pale, pale shadow of what actually mixing paints is like. So it's not quite – it doesn't have any of the benefits of doing it in real life, but then it has – None of the benefits of digital art either. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. And Keezy has a review up already on Pixkin. You can check that Mm -hmm. out. We've got an Alpha Bear review. Um, What else? Uh, Divide by Sheep is up there. So, almost everything that we talk about, we've got a review up on Pixkin.
2: So you should definitely go check it out. I am At, not going to review Rescue Floating Island. Okay, so. yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll. Okay, maybe I will.
0: I feel like that is worth speaking about. <laughs> you have you have clearly made a connection oh, with this game.
2: I'd yes. have to really go some to get three hundred words about this game, but maybe I could.
1: Well, remember there are mini reviews, right? Yes, yes. mini okay. reviews is something we've started on Pixelkin. We you know have traditionally done. Full reviews that you know talk in depth about games, such as Keezy's uh, Art Academy review. But there are so many games out there that we want to talk about, so we have started doing mini reviews, Mm -hmm. which are just a couple paragraphs or so about the game and what we think about it. So we're really cool and excited about that. So let us know what you think, absolutely. And I think we're gonna wrap it up for this week. Um, other news though, we are now on blog talk radio. Yay! So Yeah, so if you've already subscribed, this should just seamlessly move you through this process, I hope. <laughs> Seem that's what they told us. Um so uh so yeah, we've been on the homepage for like a day and a half there. So it's very exciting. It is exciting. So um so yeah, and if you don't know what Blog Talk Radio is, it's like a full podcast network with lots of different stuff. And um you can even create your own podcast there. Um, they have a tool mm-hmm. that you can use. Yeah,
2: I'm excited to explore what else is on Blog Talk Radio. That yeah, there's fun.
1: it's yeah vast. They've got pretty much every single topic and lots of podcasts about each each topic. So it's a it's a cool thing for us to be on. And then, other than Blog Talk Radio, you can find us on Facebook at Pixelkin, Twitter at Pixelkin underscore org, and Gaming with Moms. And I think – I feel like I'm forgetting something. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, if you have questions. Questions. We love questions. If you have questions, comments, or other feedback, please send that to hello at pixelkin.org. And I think that's it. Heck yeah. Thanks so much for listening. And we'll be back with you next week. Bye. This podcast was recorded in the studios
2: of the Jack Straw Cultural Center in Seattle, Washington.